from what's on to what matters. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. We all know that there is a state government election coming in March. Everybody is starting to get their teams organised, get everything in place. And the latest one comes at 10.30 this morning when uh, Dr John McKenzie is officially announced as the Greens candidate for the state election for the seat of Newcastle. He joins me on the line now. Good morning, John. How are you? Morning, Tracy. I'm well. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Now, my first question to you. What the heck? Why are you going around again? Are you crazy? <laughs> it's a fair question. Look, I think it's been clear. I think people understand that the major parties just aren't delivering for Newcastle. Labor takes us for granted. Liberals don't take us seriously. Mm. Uh, and, and as a result, um, they save all of their, their promises and their commitments for their more marginal electorates and, and Newcastle misses out. John, um, I, I must admit, John, I, I always knew that was the case, but uh, since entering this job and uh, and being on the receiving end of, of media releases, you know, several a day at least coming through from the from the state government, the amount of money that is being spent in Western Sydney and in Sydney in particular, it is criminal. The amount of uh, of you know, event spaces, the amount of additional facilities that are going into Western Sydney and into Greater Sydney, it is just, we're being left behind. Mm. And look, I'm not arguing that Newcastle needs some kind of special treatment, but I can say this, that's the reason why we don't have sand on the beach at Stockton right now. It's the reason why we're still lumbered with these unfair container terminal uh, penalties that are preventing our city from going ahead and making that transition away from coal and gas. Uh, it's the reason why we have, despite being one of the, the six, well, being the sixth largest city in the country, uh, we have the worst metropolitan bus service uh, in the country. It's for these reasons that Newcastle misses out on its share. And, and I'm here to say that, look, if the major parties aren't prepared to deliver for our city, mm. then the Greens will. And now, the, one of the major platforms that uh, that you are going to be uh, be electioning on is the fact that we have the the major issue over at Stockton Beach. Um, what uh, what would you like to see happen over there? Look, right now we know that the Stockton issue is urgent. Uh, we've got a plan in place. It's a plan that's been approved by the state government. The community has backed it. The science has backed it. The government has backed it. That's a plan for a mass nourishment program. We know how much it costs. It costs. $25 million. So that's what we're prepared to do. Mm. We need to progress those environmental approvals and pump that sand onto the beach. That's the best way to keep the beach amenity and also to, to build the resilience of, of the beach. I don't understand why the, the government that approved that plan is sitting on their hands and not prepared to back it in. And I don't understand why the Labor Party isn't fighting on behalf of the residents that are desperately crying out while they see their beach wash away. I must agree with you there. You know, when uh, when the opposition leader was up here um, you know, earlier in the week, the fact that he wouldn't, he wouldn't commit to Stockton until he'd seen the people and he'd seen the situation. Well, the situation has been going on for years now. It is beyond desperate. We are past, you know, we are past the, the one minute to midnight. We are at midnight and something needs to be done done about it. Why do you think it, there is just such a slowness about anything? Is it the $25 million? Well, I think what the reasons for the delay is that neither the Liberal or the Labor Party are prepared to, to make any promises for the people of Newcastle. And so when the opposition leader came to town, it was like the first time he'd ever even heard of Stockton. And as you say, this is something which has been going on for the past five years. 
And his only announcement was, oh, wait and see. Not wait good and enough. See. It's not good enough. You know, the people of Stockton are tired of waiting. You know, and, and this is true for the container terminal as well. We're tired of waiting. The, the Lake Macquarie uh, independent MP, Greg Piper, got so tired of waiting for action on the container terminal, he put a motion into the to, uh, a, a piece of legislation into the mm. state parliament, despite the fact that he lives miles away, to get rid of those unfair uh, container penalties. I think people are tired of waiting for commitments from the major parties in, in the city. And again, we're not asking for, for special treatment. We're just asking for our fair share, and that's the share that we've been missing out on. John, there's some, several big infrastructure projects that are, uh, are continuing to just roll over and roll over, one of which is the extension of the light rail. The second is the Hunter Park precinct over at Broadmeadow. Um, I feel like these are just the ongoing, ongoing, ongoing. It feels like the, the very fast train all over again. Um, where are we at with uh, with Hunter Park? I know obviously you're, you're a Newcastle City Councillor, so you know a little bit about these these projects that, that you know the general public wouldn't know. But uh, where are we? Are either of them going to be moving forward? Is, is is there a anything on the horizon? At the moment, the, the, sad, the sad fact is that we don't know what's proposed for Hunter Park. No one in Newcastle has been let into the room. And this is one of our prime urban redevelopment mm. sites. This is where we should be building the affordable housing that we know the city so desperately needs right now because it's close to public transport, it's close to services, it's the prime location for us to be addressing the housing crisis. And Newcastle people aren't even in the room. The Greens are saying, look, if you're going to do this development which, you know, it seems like you are, the minimum you need to commit to is 50% affordable housing in that space. That's the bare minimum. But what's more important than that is that you put the plans out to people who actually live in Newcastle. Mm. The Sydney planners have had plenty of opportunity to, to, to work on it. Now it's time for it to be, to be opened up to the community so that we can have a say on what it looks like and what we want for the future of our city. Yeah, it, it's not that hard. Now, I suppose, uh, you know, my, my question to you is, uh, in Newcastle, you know, okay, if, if, we, if we vote Green and, and, the, and the seat turns to Green, it means that we're not, we're not in opposition, we're not in government, we're kind of floating around. But to be honest, that's probably the best spot to be. You know, you see what Greg Piper's been able to do down at Lake Macquarie, being an independent and showing some power. I suppose that's probably what you're looking for for, uh, for the seat of Newcastle, that power coming back to us again. Yeah, that's precisely right. So if we look at the... Everyone is expecting this to be a tight election mm. and the Greens are on track to win four or five, uh, possibly six lower house seats uh, in in uh, New South Wales and that means that we're likely to be holding the balance of power. Mm. If that's the case, having a local representative in the room at the table negotiating on these outcomes, like the container terminal, you know, like stand on Stockton Beach, like a good outcome for Hunter Park that benefits the people of Newcastle, uh, that's where I want to be. I want to be at that table negotiating to get good quality infrastructure and investment for the people of Newcastle on projects that have been languishing for so long. Are you feeling confident? I mean, you got uh, you got an incredible fifteen point six percent of the primary vote at the federal election, which was a uh, a one point nine swing towards you. Are you confident? Look, you can never you can never be confident. But what I am confident in is the fact that the the things that I am going to be campaigning on are things that I have heard from the community mm. as a councillor and as a member of the community for years. 
Uh, and I think people are ready for a change. They're ready to vote for climate action. They're ready to vote for uh, a party that's prepared to take action on the cost of living crisis and on the housing issue. And they're ready to vote for someone who's going to deliver for Newcastle. And look, all I can do is put those positions forward uh, as best as I can. And, you know, to the extent that they resonate with the people of Newcastle is, is going to be decided on the day. Now, it's being officially announced at, uh, at 10.30 this morning um, by the Upper House MP, um, Kate Furelman, is that how I say it right? Fairman. Fairman. Yep. Fairman. Yep. Um, obviously, you know, anyone who doubts climate change just needs to look outside this morning and have a look. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's November and we're at 22 degrees. It's raining outside. There's snow on Barrington yesterday. We've got some serious issues, John, that need some serious people in charge. That's 100% correct. And, and look, this, it has been a terrible year for our emergency services that have just had one rolling disaster after another, uh, particularly when it comes to, to flooding. Uh, we, that's feeding into yeah, our inflation issues. That's feeding into the cost of housing and the, and the cost of living that people are feeling uh, on energy costs, on, on health care uh, these issues need to be taken seriously. And as far as I can tell, only the Greens are joining the dots uh, between climate and cost of living and housing. Uh, and I think that's going to resonate with voters uh, come March. I think it is going to be a very, very interesting election between uh, the Liberals, the Labors, the Greens, the Teals, I, uh, I, you know, the Independents, of course. I think it is going to be a very, very interesting election. And uh, gone potentially are the days of, uh, of two-party politics. Yeah, I think the federal election just passed has shown that some of those traditional political divides uh, are, are no, lo no longer hold in the same way. And I think people are voting on, on issues and they're voting on uh, what they believe. And I think that's a good outcome mm. for democracy. Well, look, best of luck. Um, I'm sure we'll be talking between now and March and uh, I will be asking you the hard questions as well as the nice ones. But today is, to, uh, is a congratulations story. Best of luck going forward and uh, please try and stay out of the rain at that announcement this morning, <laughs> won't you? Thank you, Tracy. Yes, and I, I expect nothing but hard questions from you. That's, uh, that's why I'm here. Absolutely. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it greatly. We'll chat soon. Talk soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. That is Dr John McKenzie, who uh, is officially being announced as the Greens candidate for Newcastle for the state election that is uh, obviously getting underway in March. It's going to be a very, very interesting next few months. As I said, I, uh, I really do get sick of seeing the media releases coming out about Western Sydney and Sydney. We're not asking to have any more than anybody else. We're asking for our fair share. And the amount of money that this city and this region puts into the coffers of the New South Wales government and the federal government, we deserve a lot, lot more than what we've been getting. So it's time to ask for our fair share again. You know, Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. With decades of media experience, Tracy Mack brings you a smart, fast-paced morning of news and entertainment with special guests and major newsmakers for your morning fix. Join Tracy Mack for Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9, only on Newcastle Live.